Welcome to Behind the Warrior, a podcast presented by the EOD Warrior Foundation. This series will focus on resources, interviews, and topics impacting EOD warriors, their families, and the military community at large. Good afternoon, Sherry. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Mike. How are you? I am doing good. It's uh, warming up in Florida, and thank God it's warming up in Texas, so we wish everybody in Texas uh, recovery from the very nasty weather and cold conditions there last week. Absolutely. All right, so today we are going to be doing our podcast. We're going to be focusing on the veteran services from Career Source Okaloosa Walton County, and I'm really excited to have our guest today. They are Terry Cowan. Terry is the Veteran Military Family Program Manager at Career Source Okaloosa Walton, and he is also retired U.S. Army. We also have with us Sarah Ambriz. She is the Director of Communications and Public Relations for Career Source Okaloosa Walton County, and she is an Army veteran and a military spouse. Terry and Sarah, welcome. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having us. Well, Mike and Sherry, thanks. Yeah. Welcome. That's right. Welcome. So we're going to get started, and uh, we'd like to just do an introduction for both of you. Could you tell us uh, what you both do in your current positions at Career Source Okaloosa Walton Counties? Yes, hello. Um, I'm currently serving as the Director of Communications and Public Relations, and I'm also functioning as our Business Services Program Manager. Um, so I work within our community to share the many benefits that our office offers to both job seekers and to employers. Um, with job seekers, you know, we're offering workshops, resume reviews, interview preps, job search uh, services, and then for the employer side, we can help with recruiting and help uh, create or share any job listings or host hiring events, job fairs. Um, we also have the ability to kind of help fund some training sometimes as well for those that are eligible. And as the Veteran Military Family Program Manager, I coordinate the day-to-day activities of our 12-person team that's dedicated to veterans and military spouse employment. Uh, I'm in the community advocating uh, in numerous activities as an advocate for veteran military employment. And the team and I participate in transition assistance program, pre-separation briefings, newcomers events, and various other workshops at our local military installation with Seglin Air Force Base and Herbert Field. And uh, I'd just like to mention that, that we're going to talk about Career Source Okaloosa Walton, but it's part of a federal program uh, through the Department of Labor, the Jobs for Veterans State Grant. Mm-hmm. So this program is available to all the veterans, military spouses, and transitioning military uh, that may be out there. But you can go to careeronestop.org and click Find local help. Uh, you put in the zip code of where you call home, and then you'll be connected with your local veteran and military transition and employment team. Thank you, uh, Terry and Sarah. And Terry, you bring up a really good point. I know we're going to get into that. We're going to peel peel back the onion on a lot of these great programs that you all do there at Career Source. And uh, so I'm looking forward to to getting into them a little bit more. So one of the programs that uh, your team plays a crucial role in is Transitional Assistance Program, or TAP. And TAP is conducted on all military installations for military members who are separating or retiring from service. What happens in TAP? What do you guys do there? And what do you want the transitioning military member to get out of their experience? Well, we know that 
Every year, approximately 200,000 men and women leave the military and return to civilian life. Uh, so we're there to, to exist with, with the transition. Uh, the TAP provides information, tools, training to ensure that the service members and their spouses are prepared for their civilian life. Uh, TAP recently was updated, and now there's four different tracks that are offered. Transitioners can pick uh, between an employment track to prepare you for your next career, an educational track, an entrepreneurial track for those thinking about starting your own business, and now there's a pilot program uh, for apprenticeships to join an apprenticeship as you transition. But our main goal at TAP is just to connect with the transitioner. There's just so much information that's put out. That, uh, we call it death by PowerPoint sometimes. That mm-hmm. uh, we find that the best strategy for us is just to connect, just to let those folks know that they have a dedicated team to help them with their transition. Uh, we encourage them to see us uh, as we're there at tap of pre-separation briefings, we get the question, When, how soon should I see you? And I say today, make an appointment today. It's never too soon. Uh, there's things that you don't know what you don't know at tap and precept. There's some uh, certifications you might need. You need to build your network, some things you need to get started on at tap or even before uh, tap. Mm-hmm. The Department of Labor has a tool out there. It's called My Transition Timeline. And uh, they advocate that 18 to 24 months out before you transition. But there's a lot of things you can do, like build your network, LinkedIn, master resume, find a mentor, just so many things. So uh, we find it's too much. Everyone in Tampa pre-separation has their own story. Mm-hmm. And we just like to go there and connect and say, I want to hear your story. Come and sit with my team one-on-one and let's do an assessment, find out where you're at so we can meet you where you're at and help you meet your goals. Well, thank you, Terry, for explaining that. And uh, I, I can tell you that I retired a very long time ago and it was just a TAPS class. So now you you have explained that there are also more routes that you can take and going through TAPS. I believe when uh, I was getting out a long time ago, they were saying, you know, you should do this within a year. And you're saying 18 to 24 months. Does it does it really take that long? Why do you why do you say it, you want to do it at 18 to 24 months before you retire? And I'd also like to say separate. So if those individuals that are in the military do not want to do a 20-year career and they want to get out at four years or three years, they, they can also go to TAPS as well. But why 18 to 24 months? Um, we find that you're just not really prepared at a year out. You know, we hear all the time, I wish I'd have known that. Mm-hmm. And it may be too late, again, if you're going to further your education, get a required certification, uh, build your network, all of those things take time. So we'd like to speak to the service member as early as possible, find out what their goals are, and then create an individual plan to help them meet those goals. And often there are uh, long-term goals, like a, a certification or furthering your, your education. And uh, we know building your network is an ongoing process. All right. Well, thank you. And Sarah, for those military members that are leaving the service, there's a new program program called DOD SkillBridge. What is this program and how does it work? Yes, thank you, Sherry. Um, so some of 
the audience might know of the program as the Career Skills Program, but it's more commonly being called the DOD Skillbridge Program. And it actually functions in three different modalities. Um, for transitioning service members within 180 days of separating from the military, and that's, again, whether it's retiring or separating, uh, they do have to have command approval, but then they're eligible to participate in eligible training programs, apprenticeships, or do an internship with a business. Um, the training programs that our office predominantly offers are um, with the American States Utility Services, Home Builders uh, Association, Embry-Riddle. Um, there's a bunch of different programs that are available nationwide as far as training and credentialing for these transitioning service members. The part that our office is most involved in is the internship component. Uh, because the service member is still going to be on active duty, again, they can start as much as 180 days out, all of their pay and their insurance and everything, all their financial entitlements, that's still coming through from the military. Um, there's no out-of-cost participating employers, um, including workman's comp. Again, that's still going to be under their branch of service. Um, one of the internship challenges and part of the reason that I think that uh, – this program is so great is um, that we help the transitioning service members navigate the process. Um, you have someone that's maybe only ever been in the military for, you know, 20 years of career. They've never written a resume and they've never interviewed. And if they have, you know, that's been decades ago. Um, but when they're transitioning out, besides maybe, you know, one quick PowerPoint class and tab they're not having these resume skills and they kind of need help to advocate for them to help get them ready to even do an internship. Um, through our ongoing relationship with the local military installations and education officers, um, we help to decrease the barriers that a service member goes through when they're trying to find that internship. We connect personally with each service member. We help them write and tailor a resume where they're transferring their military skills and experiences into a language that you know, the local economy and a hiring manager can understand. We're helping provide them cost of living expenses and what they can expect as far as labor market information and just helping them identify opportunities or career fields that they might not even know about. Uh, when you're doing one thing in the military for years, you have no clue what happens, you know, outside of that field sometimes and how many other additional opportunities that there are. Uh, the most significant role that my office plays is that we have ongoing relationships with employers in our community that we can help refer and connect the service members with. Um, with this program, there should be a high probability of employment at the completion of the internship, but that's not promised. Uh, regardless, the service member is going to be gaining invaluable experience in the civilian workforce, and the employers are going to have kind of a risk-free period to determine if the service member can actually do the job that they were interning for and that they might have a job vacancy for, and to see if that service member fits into the organizational culture. Well, the internship program really sounds like a win-win situation for both sides. So um, that sounds fantastic. And, and I certainly hope our listeners are, are taking notes <laughs> about some of the services that are available to them. Um, Terry, many veterans who have recently retired or separated or have been out for maybe months or even years are eligible to get services through Career Source Veteran Services. Can you share what those services um, are for our veterans? Yes, Sherry, thank you. I'd love to. 
we provide a full menu of veterans employment services. I like to say all things employment and training. Uh, and if we don't do it here, uh, we, one of our partners does. So anything uh, employment and training. We start with the intake process that's customized to veterans and military families to assess the individual needs and their eligibility for training programs, grants, and other benefits. We provide resume assistance, interview preparation, job developments, career counseling, and labor market information. Uh, labor market information is in-demand jobs, hot jobs, uh, jobs that have a future that you may want to train for. Uh, what education, experience, and training is required for those jobs is, is what we call labor market information. Uh, I'd like to point out, and when I'm at at precept installations when talking to the, the military members and for veterans as well. I think uniquely uh, America's Job Centers, which is the the national name, we're Career Source Okaloosa Walton, Career Source of the Florida brand, but uh, nationally our career centers are known as America's, America's Job Centers. And we're unique in that, as Sarah mentioned, we have business services team who have veterans as their members that advocate solely for veterans who have relationships with the community's business hiring managers and HR professionals. Uh, I, I sell this as the biggest reason to use our services. Uh, after our team considers you job ready, which means generally that you've got a great resume and we've done some interviewing skills and a mock interview with you and feel you would be comfortable in an interview, uh, then our business services team actively reaches out to businesses to place you in a new, in a new career, often in unadvertised uh, positions. And that's where the term job development comes in. We have a, a veteran who has a great skill set, and our business service teams knows their business accounts and where that veteran might be a good fit and just actively reaches out uh, to, to place the veteran in a position with that corporation. Thank you, Terry. I will definitely make sure that we annotate um, in the resource page or in in the resources uh, when we do the write-up for this particular podcast that the nationally recognized center is America's job centers so that people understand, you know, um, they can they can reach out all over. And um, very, very good information. Thank you for that. Um, You're welcome. Sarah? Can you talk about the challenges that our military spouses face in finding employment? You know, a military spouse is is kind of um, a very integral part of the family. And what does the military spouse program do to help? So I absolutely love this program. And I have nothing but, you know, incredible praise to sing for it. It's actually how I got my position here with CareerSource. Um we know as a military spouse that sometimes you're going to have those gaps in employment, whether that's from PCSing, whether that's because your spouse is deployed uh, a lot of the time and it just it doesn't work out for you as far as employment. We have a team within Career Source Okaloosa Walton that are military spouses themselves, and they provide all the same services that our veteran dedicated career advisors get but they're subject matter experts kind of on how to format your resume to account for that time that you may have been, you know, away from the workforce or why it might make it seem like you could have been a job hopper changing from one to the other when really it's just because your spouse kept getting orders 
and you just had to move. Um, they have connections, again, and uh, the know-hows to do things like update your professional licenses if you're transferring as an RN from North Carolina and you're coming down here to Florida. Um, they can help you take care of all of that and point you in the right direction. And it's kind of just like an extra person that you have in your corner when you're going through the whole uh, employment and finding a job process. You know, it's a second set of eyes that you have on your resume. It's a sounding board for when you're trying to answer interview questions, especially if you are trying to account for why there might be gaps between your employment experiences. And, you know, the military spouse program and those advocates, they have insight to employers or opportunities that might have more flexibility uh, that as military dependents, we sometimes or all the time really need uh, to just really hold things down at the house and the home front. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Sarah. So you guys have talked about uh, some of the services that you do. And one of the websites that is important, especially to the veterans, job seekers in the state of Florida, is employflorida.com. Can you talk about employflorida.com? Uh, what is it, how does it work, and what type of uh, extra services or or special considerations do they have for veterans? Well, first, uh, uniquely, Employee Florida will flag, actually, a nice American flag uh, to a veteran uh, when they register and put in their service information. So employers in there seeking uh, talent uh, and giving preference to veterans are automatically uh, it's visible that the, the person is a service member or a veteran. Uh, Employee Florida is a state job bank, which means unlike Indeed or Monster, there's no solicitation, no scams. It's all vetted. Uh, each job is is uh, reviewed for legitimacy and means labor laws. Um, and it's where our employers search for veteran talent. Uh, employers list their jobs there uh, for free because we're part of the Department of Labor program, and they have free access to veterans who upload their resume to the system. So it's just a very powerful online tool specifically designed to help connect employers and job seekers. Uh, and again, I'll mention outside Florida, careeronestop.org, you can find your state-certified uh, state job bank. And for uh, those EOD techs who are listening on our website at EOD Warrior Foundation under the resource library, under the employment section, we actually have that link that Terry just mentioned where you can find an American Job Center. So thanks for, again, pointing that out. Terry, I want to go back to uh, Employ Florida just a little bit. And um, you help veterans and job seekers get their resumes ready, and they upload their resume into Employ Florida so that employers can look for them. Are you only allowed one uh, resume, or can you do more than one? Or can you tackle more than one job in this website? Multiple. Multiple. I think the limit's actually like 10 or something, but you can uh, upload multiple resumes. And one, one tip uh, out of the several that we have is that if you're a project manager, you name your resume project manager or EOD tech or whatever your occupation is because employers search by occupation and not person. So if you mm -hmm. hang your resume uploaded to the system as Richard Smith, it's slightly less less effective. But there is some skill matching that goes on. It's a very uh, powerful 
example, uh, GSL is a contractor for Employee Florida. They have the contract for, I think, 38 different states in the nation. So it's a very uh, mature system that works well for employers. And again, the price is right for, for the employers. So if you put a resume into Employee Florida and an employer sees that resume and they like you, do they contact you directly or does that go through through you all? Yes, no. no. Employers have direct access as soon as you upload your resume to the system. Well, this sounds like a really amazing program, and uh, I, I would hope that job seekers take advantage of it. Um, Terry, yeah, on your... Part of our, hmm? Go ahead. I apologize. I didn't mean to walk on you there, Mike. That's part of our intake process. One of the very first things that we do mm-hmm. for, for the veteran is ensure that they have a valid EmployFlorida.com account so that the employers do have access and they can find them. Yeah. What a great way to widen your, your search and also look into other opportunities. I, I love it. Um, Terry, on your veteran staff, uh, you have a you have more than these two positions, but I want to talk about these two positions. Uh, one is called a Disabled Veteran Outreach Program Specialist, or a DVOP, or and, excuse me, a local veteran's employment representative or a liver or a lever. Um, can you tell us about these positions? What, what are these specialists? What do these two roles do in working on your team? Yes, those titles are a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, I like the acronym. <laughs> well, they are. Uh, and we're not so fond of them, but that's the way the the uh, Department of Labor has written the job title. So uh, the DBOP, the Disabled Veterans Outreach Program, uh, first of all, you don't have to be disabled to work with a, with a DBOP. That's one of a qualifier, but you don't have to be. But I kind of think of them as like job coaches. Mm-hmm. They're the folks that work one-on-one. Uh, we say knee-to-knee with, with uh, eligible veterans through the entire journey of finding their next career. Uh, they partner with the veteran, meet them where they're at, and create an individual plan just for that veteran that's going to help them meet their employment or education goals. They're the actual folks that do the resume assistance, mock interviews, uh, and the, the one-on-one job coaching stuff. Uh, the leavers, they're part of our business services team. Once the veteran is deemed job-ready, uh, by the DBOP, then the whole business service team gets involved. You have a whole team of veterans on your your side as an advocate for you. The lever is the person that's working with the community's business. Uh, they're part of the society human resource managers. They're in the, the chambers of commerce. They have professional relationships and field jobs uh, for the community's businesses. So once the veteran is job ready, the lever reaches out to the community on their behalf. Our leavers have built positive relationships with their assigned businesses by sending qualified, amazing veteran candidates. Uh, our leavers know our businesses. We use a sector strategy. For example, we have uh, an Air Force veteran who was an aircraft maintainer that works the aerospace industry for us. So he speaks the business's language. Uh, he knows uh, kind of their needs and what will work. And so... Uh, when that lever calls out 
to an employer and says, I have a veteran that I think uh, their skills meet your needs. Can we have a conversation? Could you review the resume? Uh, the answer is always yes, Mike. Wow. These are uh, really two interesting positions that, that work hand-in-hand in providing help and assistance and also I would imagine lots of access to the local employment scene here in uh, in this area. Yes, yes. Uh, your your leavers nationwide are going to be uh, very embedded in the community and with business services. And again, that, I think that's uniquely the American Job Center's advantage and, and how we're most valuable to someone seeking employment or training or a new career out there. Is, uh, it's, it's not just sending you to a website. The local people that are involved with, with the local workforce are going to be on your team advocating for you. Right. So, Terry, there's uh, probably some veterans that are seeking certain positions, employment, and maybe they are short a credential. Um, there is an amazing program that you kind of talked about on our pre-call, and it's called Onward to Opportunity. It's a free credentialing program. And what is it? How does it work? And how can you learn more to, to get access to this program? Yes, Onward to Opportunity is a great partner, and they do so much for our veteran transitioning of military and, and military spouse. It's, it's free career training program. They provide professional certification, job placement. Um, they have industry-validated curriculum. They also have strong partnerships in veteran organizations and private sector companies. They're parallel to us. We, we don't have a monopoly on this. They're a partner that do some of the same stuff we do. But the credentialing part of it is uh, a little bit separate. Uh, transitioning military when you're six months from separation or any veteran or military spouse is eligible for, for the training. Uh, and it's professional certifications help you prepare for your next career. It's no cost. It's uh, flexible online learning, over 30 different industry certifications. Uh, predominantly, the big ones are several, uh, multiple uh, information technology certifications, project management certification, um, and HR certifications. But uh, you can go to their site and uh, looked at a full list of 30, and it's constantly, constantly growing. So I encourage everyone to take advantage of Homeward Opportunity. It's through the um, University of Syracuse, and you even have follow-on services after uh, your certification. The first certification is free to include the testing for the certification, which is hundreds of dollars for most of the information technology certifications, but you're not limited to one. Only one is free, but you can continue to get as many certifications uh, as you would like after the initial one is paid for. Yeah, I think it's a fantastic program, and I personally know of two EOD technician uh, retirees who went to that program, and they they uh, took the class, got the certification, and very happy with it. So thanks for talking about that and explaining it. Absolutely. And it makes the, the job seeker valuable in, in another uh, perspective. Uh, one of our local defense contractors requires that uh, their employees in certain positions have um, Security Plus, an information technology certification. Uh, so 
So when the person has already completed it or is in the process of completing that certification through Walmart Opportunity, the employer doesn't have to pay for that certification. So it's very attractive to them. Oh, yeah. It's just another plus. And, Terry, this program is actually um, open to servicemen and women and military spouses as well. Is that correct? That's correct. And transitioning military once you're six months from uh, separation. And for most of our programs, Department of Labor programs, when a transitioning service member is within six months or 180 days of separating or retiring, we consider them a dislocated worker, which opens up uh, a whole other array of benefits. Possibilities. Great. Fairs are held across the country to help job seekers meet prospective employers and see who's hiring. What local job fairs are happening in our area in the Panhandle, and are they successful? So that's something on our end that's changed as a result of COVID-19. Um, Career Source Okaloosa Walton and actually the Career Source Centers across the state of Florida have been able to utilize a virtual platform to host hiring events, which has been very successful. Um, If you look at it from a military standpoint, by offering hiring events virtually, the transitioning service member that's stationed across the country and maybe wants to retire down here, they can still attend. Um, After each of the nine virtual events that we've hosted since late summer, we survey the employers and the job seekers, and every time both parties say that there's a definite value added to facilitating these online events. Um, I do want to share some quick tips for any of the job seekers that might be participating in virtual events. Um, There has been a little bit of a learning curve for us and for most job seekers. And the most common mistake that I've seen with these virtual events is that someone will register and log in and then they'll submit their resume for a specific position and then just leave the employer's virtual booth. Um, The job seekers aren't actively engaging in the online platform. where recruiters are available to chat or they're available to do a video call. And that's not really adding value to your job search by attending that way. Um, That's not how you would do an in-person job fair. You want to just kind of walk past a table and fling your resume at a recruiter. Um, So in these virtual events, you should really take advantage of your ability to have a real-time conversation with the recruiter or the hiring manager. Uh, With that being said, in terms of local hiring events. The next large one, especially for our military community, is going to be um, the Gulf Coast Career Summit, which is the Eglin and Hurlburt's version of the Hiring Our Heroes Workshop and Career Fair, and that's going to be on April 29th. They are still waiting to put out some more information about that, but be sure to check that Hiring Our Heroes website. And then specifically for Okaloosa and Walton, we're working on our hiring event schedule for the rest of the year, but we always publish those to our website once they're available. Thank you, Sarah. I think that uh, the tips that you gave um, for virtual meetings in reference to, um, you know, job interviews, if you will, are very, very valuable. Um, you know, there there still is a, a level of etiquette and, uh, you know, protocol that needs to be followed regardless if you're in, you know, in person or doing something virtually. So I appreciate that. Terry, some of our veterans take advantage of the GI Bill to meet higher education goals, and some decide to go to voc rehab. 
Can you talk about what Voc Rehab does and your team's role in working with Voc Rehab enrollees and graduates? Yes, Jerry. Uh, if you have a service-connected disability that limits your ability to work or prevents you from working, uh, Veterans Readiness Employment, which is formerly called Voc Rehab, but we still all call it Voc Rehab. <laughs> we have to use the proper term for my Department of Labor friends. Uh, they can help. Uh, this program is also known as Chapter 31 or VRE, helps you explore employment options and address training needs. Uh, Career Source Okaloosa Walton and America's Job Centers have a formal relationship with the Chapter 31 program about 60 days or so before a veteran completes their Chapter 31 vocational training. They're assigned to one of our DBOPs uh, to be their one on one job coach and enter into our process. That veteran in Chapter 31 Voc Rehab program receives assistance until suitable employment is found. So, Terry, the uh, big distinction between Voc Rehab and the GI Bill would be the GI Bill is you're you're seeking higher education, going for say a degree or more education, but with with the vocational rehab, you're doing it for the specific goal of getting employment. Correct. Yes, yes, Mike, that's a good good way to put it. There's uh, The programs run kind of parallel on the education track, but uh, the folk rehab also has options like work experience, internships. There's just more. It's an employment program. Well, uh, our GF bill is strictly a, an education program. Mm -hmm. uh, the folk rehab, Chapter 31, is an employment. The end, end goal is to... Uh, remove barriers the veteran may have, whether it's work experience, whatever, to put them in a suitable occupation considering their disabilities. Terry, could you tell us about what is the VA work-study program? What is it, and how does it work for the participant and the employer? Yes, VA work-study program is one of my personal favorites. I use the program as I transitioned out of the Army several years ago. Uh, the VA Workstate Program is an amazing program that assists students who are using their VA educational benefit. Uh, students who are going to school three-quarter time or more, generally nine semester hours, are eligible to participate in the program. Uh, the VA awards a contract that's equal to 25 work hours per week of your semester. On the downside, the, the pay is minimum wage, uh, but it's considered an educational benefit and is not taxed. Mm -hmm. uh, students in the program provide assistance to other veterans. The work is typically during normal business hours and conducted in a professional setting. It's, I think the program is ideal for those who are completing their education to start a career in a new field. Uh, we use the program extensively here uh, in our office. We generally uh, try to have at least four or five uh, VA work studies on board. And we use them to greet and conduct initial intake and assessment of our veteran clients. Mm -hmm. uh, for us as an employer, it's, it's just a great deal. We get to provide employment and training to a veteran, and we get the benefit of their efforts, and the VA pays the student. And as an added benefit, uh, the veteran becomes the valued trained employee, and they're often transitioned into a full-time position here in the organization. It's it's our number one talent pool. Yeah, yeah, it's, it is a great program. So, Terry and Sarah, you guys have talked about a lot of programs already, and 
they are all wonderful, and I, I really hope that those who are listening would uh, um, take advantage of these programs. So could you talk about, is there anything else out there that we didn't ask you that you want to touch on uh, for the listeners today? Um, yes, Mike. I wanted to kind of touch about LinkedIn real quick, because I think that every military member, veteran, and military spouse should be on LinkedIn. Um, especially with COVID-19, the need for an online network is more critical than ever. Um, you can create accounts, making meaningful connections with people who've been through the transition process before or that work at an organization that you want to work for. Uh, you can follow employers so you can be in the know with their events um, because employers do ask about what you know about the company during interviews, so it's always smart to start learning now. LinkedIn offers U.S. service members and veterans a free one-year premium career subscription, including one year of access to LinkedIn Learning. And it also provides every military spouse with one-year premium career subscription with each permanent change of station, career change, or job loss, which is huge. Um, it's over $100 for a year for that LinkedIn premium and the access to the LinkedIn Learning and to have that free and to start building a network, which is something that we are talking to these transitioning service members at Precept and at TAPS, um, it's just invaluable. It is becoming a lot about who you know. Uh, so definitely start reaching out and making those meaningful connections as early as possible. Thanks, Sarah, for, for bringing up LinkedIn and talking about it. And I just want to ask you a question. I think it's important that you, when you fill out something on LinkedIn that when you register that you put as much information in there as possible because if you're kind of vague then what comes back to you as far as possible jobs may not accurately reflect your qualifications is that correct it, it definitely is um, it's a virtual resume so you want to be specific um, especially if you are tailoring for a particular occupation um, my biggest suggestion if there's not an opportunity to do a LinkedIn workshop is to go on there and look for somebody that's in your industry that's really succeeding and see how they have their profile set up. You know, go through a couple of people. LinkedIn profiles are just like resumes. Mm -hmm. um, you could ask a hundred different people for advice or input, and you'd get a hundred different responses. But you just kind of see what looks like successful out there, and you tailor it to make it yours. Yeah, great advice. Thank you. If there is a veteran listening in Boise, Idaho, or Omaha, Nebraska, or anywhere in, in the United States, how can they find their local career source and get connected to veteran services for career and job search assistance? I know you touched on that before, but I just think it's important to, to circle back to it. Yes, thank you, Sherry. CareerOneStop.org. There's a tab that says Find Local Help, um, and there's a, that will connect you to the organization. Uh, outside Florida, it will not be a career source. It'll be the Texas Workforce Commission or Ohio Works or whatever. Uh, unfortunately, there's 50 different names for 50 mm -hmm. states, all under the umbrella of America's Job Centers. But if you start with careeronestop.org and Find Local Help, that will be uh, your service, your taxes, prepaid and earned, uh, your dedicated veteran rep team to, to assist you. And I think it's important you have to identify yourself as a veteran when you reach out to your American Job Center because rightfully so that uh, 
that's a whole another process of of services that you get priority service to our veterans. Fantastic. Well, Terry, you and Sarah have both provided a wealth of information for our listeners today in reference to job searching. And um, Sarah, just one last question. Do you have any words of advice that you'd like to share with our military veterans and spouses listening to this podcast who may be seeking employment? Yes, of course. Um, I think just get the help that's available so you can get the job that you deserve and you can start that next career. Uh, Why would you want to struggle through the process of finding a job when there's others that have been there that are willing to help you and do it free of charge? Um, Employers across the nation, you know, they recognize the benefits of hiring veterans and military spouses. You're professional. Um, They know that you're going to show up for work. You can multitask. You can change paths, you know, on the drop of a dime. Um, can definitely go on there, but don't miss the opportunity to to find that job that you deserve just because you think that you can do it on your own. Definitely reach out, and there are plenty of people that are happy to help however they can. Thank you so much for that, Sarah. That's fantastic advice. Um, Well, one of the things that Mike and I like to do at the end of our podcasts is to have a little bit of fun, and we like to do something called What is Your Favorite?, And Terry, I'm going to start with you first. And um, if you can tell me what your favorite season of the year is. Fall. Fall. Football. uh, Just that crisp air. uh, And uh, I grew up in West Virginia, spent a lot of time in Kentucky, and uh, now live in uh, a thousand feet from the the beach now. We don't get the fall, the turning of the leaves, and that crisp air. So it's always been my favorite and really enjoy it. Yeah. Do you have a favorite football team? I am a West Virginia Mountaineers and Kentucky Wildcat fan, and I guess I have to admit I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Okay. (laughs) All right. That's cool. (laughs) All right. How about your favorite adult beverage? Uh, for me, that would be uh, Kentucky bourbon. After that, I'm not picky, but uh, kind of partial to Woodford Reserve, Basil Hayden. Mm-hmm. Very good. My husband would agree with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and how about a favorite vacation spot? Well, I uh, now I do staycations. Mm-hmm. I, I was, we mentioned in the Army, so I was never stationed here, but I vacationed here. And I retired in 2009 and said, hey, why wouldn't I live there? And I literally just moved down. Hmm. So this is your favorite place, the Panhandle of Florida. It is. I'm on vacation 24-7. That's that's a wonderful (laughs) way to look at it. (laughs) And how about a favorite job? It may sound kind of corny, I guess, but this job... I enjoyed my uh, career in the Army, but I transitioned uh, into this job from there. Uh, I just feel like we're truly uh, helping people, changing lives, helping veterans. As an active duty service member, uh, there's resources out there uh, to help you that... Uh, and there's less need, I guess, different kinds of needs, maybe, we're on active duty, so uh, there's some of our older veterans or uh, with 
more severe disabilities that really need the help that we provide. So it's just a, a very fulfilling job to, to be able to help those folks. Well, you are definitely making a difference. Mm-hmm. Both of you. Thank yeah. you. All right. Well, thank you, Terry. And Sarah, it's your turn. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is your favorite season of the year? I'm going to go with summer, which is ironic because now summers in the panhandle of Florida are borderline, you know, intolerable. You're hot, you're sweaty when you're walking from, you know, your office to your car. Um, but I grew up in Michigan, which is under two feet of snow right now, where I would live for summer and for it to be a little bit warmer. So I think that's just stayed with me. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right. How about your favorite relaxation method? I was laughing when I was telling Terry about this one earlier, but I said, uh, dropping my kids off at daycare, does that count? (laughs) Uh, I think it counts. (laughs) uh, They're not listening to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, a a two and a four-year-old at home. So, um, I mean, I guess relaxation is after they go to bed, but Mm -hmm. uh, just spending time with family, being outside. Sure. No, that's cool. How about your favorite adult beverage? I'm going to go with a margarita on the rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you like salt on the rim or no salt? I'll take it however I can get it. Okay. <laughs> and your favorite vacation spot? Um, again, just growing up in Florida, I always love coming to the beach, and that's still still my favorite to do. Like, Carrie, we do a lot of staycations, mm-hmm. um, which I love, and I just love being able to raise our kids here and have them grow up on these beautiful beaches. It's just crazy to think of from Michigan with snow to living down here on the beach. Yeah, yeah, the beaches here are absolutely beautiful, like no other, like no other. And last but certainly not least, uh, do you have a favorite job? I mean, Terry probably stole my answer, but, <laughs> um, you know, I've really found the work that I do here with Career Source Opelousa Walton very fulfilling. Um, I did start as a local veterans employment representative or a weaver, and that was probably the most impactful job that I had felt that I had had ever. And that was after being in healthcare in the military and being in the healthcare in the civilian sector. Um, but just to know that you're alleviating some of those stresses uh, for those that are transitioning or veterans or military spouses um, just really hit home for me. And so that was probably the most impactful. And I'm just proud to have grown with the organization and to have a little bit more reach now in my current role. Well, thank you, Sarah. You're doing fantastic work, both you and Terry and just career source in general. And we thank you for your time and support today. We hope our listeners will will gain some information that maybe will relieve a little bit of anxiety as they do a job search or prepare for the next chapter of their lives as far as employment is concerned. But thank you both very, very much for your time. Oh, thank you for having us. Thank you so much for, for having us. And I'll just say that we're so lucky to have you and Mike and the EOD Warrior Foundation right here in our our community, you do so much for your EOD warriors and the community. So we're truly grateful that you're here with us and a partner. Thank you. 
Well, thank you, Terry, and uh, also thank you, Sarah. I, I know that we've worked with both of you in the past, and uh, I believe what you say as far as your favorite job because you have so much passion for what you do, and uh, it shows, and you make a difference, and we really appreciate both of you for what you do and also for being on this podcast today. I, I'm excited to get this information out there, so thanks again. You guys uh, take care, stay safe, and have a great rest of your 2021. You Thank as well. You, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Behind the Warrior podcast. This series is provided to you by the EOD Warrior Foundation. To learn more, please visit us on Facebook or at eodwarriorfoundation.org. And don't forget to tell a friend.